I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to another episode of Friends with Friends. Uh, my name's Pete Allison and I'm with Dave Cribb. Ahoy hoy, that was weird the way you said with, but I understood what you were doing after a second, but it threw me momentarily, I'd say. Yeah, well, I'm sorry I derailed you briefly. Friends with friends with Pete with Dave. Yeah, exactly. Maybe we should just abandon the word and altogether and just with from now on. Friends friends? Well, no, no, no. Oh no, that would be friends <laughs> no. and friends. Friends and friends, yeah. No, the word with is already in there, isn't it? As, yes, as I'm saying that's a, that's a positive thing. Yeah, um, but what did I decide during the last series that this podcast should be called? Oh, are you trying to make me remember things that has been said in the past? Because you know that. Never friends works, of right? friends. friends. Friends of friends. Yeah. No, I don't think you're right. And I think that <laughs> is, I think that is backed up by the right. fact there's at least three other copycat podcasts now called Friends with Friends, and they've all chosen the same title. That's so true. Yeah. I don't know if they chose it off us or if it's just coincidence, but I don't think there is a Friends of But either friends. way, they're pricks. Well, they are pricks because, I mean, we don't know anything. I'm sure they're very nice people. But when you search for friends with friends now, there is, I think sometimes you do get this stupid LA one that hasn't even put out an episode in about a year or something. But do any of them have a logo as nice as ours? Well, no, Pete. No, absolutely not. Look, I think it's undisputed that uh, ours is the best. (laughs) (laughs) Popping some confidence in ourselves there. You've got to back yourself, haven't you? Absolutely. But uh, I'm not saying any of the others are good or rivaling us. It's more just a sort of SEO problem, you know? Hmm. And, um, oh my God, when you search friends with friends on Google, actually ours is the first one that comes There's up. There's a online. podcast called Friends Watching Friends. Yeah, well, that's fine, because at least it's different. Don't, don't, I don't have any beef with them. Um, friends with Anxiety? Um, d- oh, that's a mental health podcast. Yeah, different podcast. Although you could at times refer to this podcast as Friends with Anxiety, to be fair. Uh, absolutely. Oh, 100%, yeah. I mean, we are your friends with anxiety on Friends with Friends, aren't we? That's, oh my God, there's a podcast called Best of Friends, right? That's done every single episode, I think. That's a lot, isn't it? They must have overtaken us, say. Well, yeah, they finished last year as well. When did they start? Oh, they were pumping Should we stop lot. talking up other people's podcasts? Well, I'm talking them down, if anything, Yeah, Pete. They're all shite, don't bother. Um, they're all an absolute waste of time. Don't listen to anything else. And the longer we make this bit about talking about other people's podcasts and how shit they are, the longer you have to listen to our podcast, and therefore the less likely you are to listen to other podcasts. It's the perfect crime, Pete. Let's make these episodes seven hours long, Mm. and then nobody has time to listen to anything else. Maybe that's how we become millionaires. Imagine how much shit we'd have to edit out of a seven-hour-long podcast. Oh, it doesn't bear thinking about, does it? 
No. Ooh, so let's yeah. start. <laughs> I, li- <laughs> I literally got a little shiver then thinking about that. Um, yes, let's start with, uh, how about with a request, Peter? Yes, that feels like a good way of doing feels it. Feels like the place to start, doesn't it? Hi, Dave and Pete. Hope you're both well. Hi. Hi, hi, Hannah. Oh, actually, should start by saying Hannah from Bedfordshire has signed off Hannah from Bedfordshire. And we like it when people sign off a name from place, don't we? Hmm. It feels a bit Blue Peter, but I like knowing where the requests have come from. So hi, Hannah from Bedfordshire. Um, hope you both well. We are both well, I think. Well, I can certainly say I'm well. Peter, you well? Yeah, I'm all right, yeah. Lovely. I absolutely love the podcast. These are Hannah's words now, not mine. Uh, you certainly brightened up my long car journeys to and from work. How long are we talking? I don't know why I'm having a conversation. Hannah's not here, but um, that makes it sound like it's a quite a lengthy drive, doesn't it? Um, well, we can only keep you company for about, usually about 34 minutes. Frankly, that is quite a long drive anyway, isn't it? If yeah, it's Keep up the fab work, we'll try. I mean, this is probably not uh, indicative <laughs> of that, but <laughs> I'd like to request Season 6, Episode 2, the one where Ross hugs Rachel. I love the dynamic of Ross and Phoebe, and this is a great episode for it. Monica is being an 8 out of 10 annoying in this app, but it's all worth it for Ross's. I did love Rachel in the past, but now she is just my wife. Line. I'd love to hear your views on the episode. Can't wait for you to rip Ross to shreds. Rip, rip, rip Ross to shreds. I can't say that. Can't wait for you to rip Ross to shreds. Rip Ross to shreds. Can't wait for you to rip Ross to shreds as per. Thanks, Hannah from Bedfordshire. And Hannah has added five emojis to the end of her message, Pete. And they are as follows. A coffee cup, a Statue of Liberty, a lobster, a chick, and a duck. Well, it's very appropriate. Very appropriate. If you just put five random ones, they've really come up trumps here, there, Hannah. I'd like to dispute this episode's title, though, straight off the okay. uh, straight off straight off the hat. Is that the expression? Uh, I think it's straight off the bat, Pete. But um... <laughs> <laughs> straight off the hat. Straight off whose um, hat? Um, straight off my hat. I mean, it's not straight off the bat, is it? Straight off the hat. It's straight off the bat. It is straight off the bat. You're right. I'm yeah. wrong. Yeah. Okay, but straight off your hat. What would you straight like to say? Straight off my hat. Um, I think this episode is badly named because if it's all about when Ross hugs Rachel, then it should be the one where Ross doesn't hug Rachel until right at the end of the episode. Yeah, and the hug is... Brief. Brief, uneventful. I mean, it is impressive that we get from Ross in a single facial expression in that hug that he does still love Rachel. Do you know what I mean? That is good acting. Solid acting. His reaction is more that he's like a bit turned on by it. Right. Well, exactly. This is the problem, isn't it? It, it doesn't... I mean, naturally, because... we're starting this episode with the dying moments of it. This is all... the very, the very last seconds, I'd say. The, the last 10 seconds of the whole thing. Um, but yeah, he does look... Uh, yeah, you're quite right, actually. That could be interpreted as arousal or or love. Good game mm. show. <laughs> I don't want to play that. Not with Ross Kelly, you don't. Um, but yeah, it's it, it's it doesn't lend itself to the whole episode does it like you say that the title it really it's like when we did the pivot one and we realized nobody pivoted it about 18 minutes into the episode yeah um, but this is even less so because nobody hugs anyone until right at the flipping end um so yeah but should we should we circle back shall we and um and start not right at the end should we start at the beginning it feels like a good way to do it, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, that does feel like a good way to begin. Yes, well, let's start, shall we, with the synopsis. Uh, season six, 
episode two. Uh, and as I've said that, I've realized I've got season nine up strangely on Wikipedia, which is not helpful to anyone. So I'll just smoothly cover that while I click back through to season six. Oh my God, no one noticed. Uh, the one where Ross hugs Rachel. Oh, I think you might like this production code, Pete. You ready? Okay. Honestly, I, honestly, I'm, I'm going to put money on the fact you're going to really like this. It's a bit like ASMR vibes. Two, two, five, 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 two. Yeah, I do like that. It's good, isn't it? Yeah. Really good. All the really twos like and the it. fives. Uh, annoyingly, the, the synopsis is huge. It's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight lines long. No. It's a big old paragraph. <sighs> Shall I do it fast or abridged? Uh, abridged. Abridged. Uh, Ross promises Rachel to get their marriage annulled. I need to shock Phoebe by confessing he can't get through with it. Monica and Chana announced they are moving in together. And the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's kind of only two plots in this, isn't there? Yeah, and there's sort of the bit about Ross worrying that he three divorces would mean he is ineligible for dating, but that's tied into the Ross and Rachel thing. But I mean, that is a bit separate because we get all the stuff with the three women in the coffee house and Phoebe. And like Hannah from Bedfordshire says, um, Ross and Phoebe's dynamic in this episode is actually very good, isn't it? Uh, yes, it is. I do think that Phoebe lets Ross off quite lightly, but she does then seemingly kind of torture him with the fact that she has this information which i'm more down for yeah it's kind of a combo of her having that power and also that i really like the childlike sort of state that you know her joy of being the only person that knows a little secret like yeah. you, you do get a little throwback to that sort of uh, terrible childhood of phoebe's of her never having these sort of experiences and now she's like oh my god i'm the friend that knows the thing I'm, i love it you know I'm a, and, and that joy that sort of childish joy outweighs the fact this is pretty flipping awful and serious you yeah know? that is the reason why she's so complicit isn't it yeah 100 percent. because actually it is it is absolutely dreadful and there's an inconsistency in a lot of this plot right because ross is worried continually and he keeps saying it that he doesn't want to be the three divorce guy right now a he's trying to get an annulment not a divorce and if he just got the annulment that's famously not a divorce right uh yes it's true different by definition yeah well but that's what i mean surely getting the annulment immediately stops you being three divorce guy i also think you know the scene where um there's the the three women the the trio of friends that are yep. having um having coffee and then they're Waffy. interrupted to play a part yeah. in this nonsense by the way i think that little trio of cameos is really fun they're all really good in their own little way yeah they are great they're a good addition aren't they um but in that conversation i think ross's explanation of not being at fault for two of his divorces actually kind of flies um, yeah, two of the three. Yeah, the 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 the, the wrong name of the altar thing, as he says, a little His my fault. fault. Yeah, yeah, but but yeah, really yeah. drunk. Well, Rachel was in the same situation. Yeah, and wife was a lesbian. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? He doesn't. It, as with a lot of these things, the headline's bad, but actually, when you delve into it, it's 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 kind of fine, isn't it? Yeah, and, and as happens is the three women. I mean, the one doesn't isn't really into dating, then is turned on when he goes mad. But the other two are basically like, yeah, the, the divorces don't bother me because it only took you twenty seconds to explain the whole situation, and that kind of makes sense, like you say. Yeah. So I'm absolutely but, not here to be a Ross apologist, but uh, in these rare circumstances, mm. I understand some of where he's coming from. Well, what I would say, though, is his whole logic of I don't want to get 
this marriage annulled because I don't want to be three divorces. Like I said, already not a divorce. But what the alternatives? Much worse if your pro- if your worry is it impacting your dating life. Because if you actually don't get this annulled or you don't get divorced. At some point when you're dating someone, you have to tell them you're married and you plan on never changing that status. And also, just in case what I've just said does make it sound like I'm willing to uh, back up Ross, what he's doing is awful yeah, uh, and should not be forgiven. Good, you're really getting a long way to prove that you're not a Ross apologist. Well, I I just, I, I really want to be a long way away from that, you know? Yeah, no, I, th- I think that's absolutely fair. And I think, I think we know where you stand. I think we both stand in the same place. But yeah, so his, his, his only other alternative is to just stay married forever. And therefore, if he ever wants to marry someone else, he either has to get three divorces and therefore this whole thing was a, a moot point, or he's got to just not get married to anyone else and stay married to Rachel forever. And then she can't get married either. I mean, it's, it's nuts, isn't it? And also when Ross is like, can you just lay off when Phoebe's winding him up? No, you don't really, she shouldn't be laying off anytime soon. And also fair play to Meg or bravo Meg, as Phoebe says. Bravo Meg. Because um, she's actually kind of right, we learn in the end. Yeah, well, she um, she she cracks the case wide open, doesn't she? Yeah, before Ross is even prepared to admit it to himself, Meg's got him sussed. Exactly, and Meg's only just met him, so... Got a lot of time for Meg. A lot of time for Meg, Justice for Meg, bring back Meg. A Meg spin-off would have been preferable to Joey, frankly, at this stage. You could have a spin-off of these three friends with their three male friends. Why do they need three male friends, Pete? They could just be three women on their own. I just, well, yes, yes. (laughs) I just mean... (laughs) I'm being a dick, don't worry. The sake Carry of balance. On. Yes, yes. Oh, yes, yeah, fine. Uh, to, to, to replicate the set of the friends, I know what you mean. But then in the divorce, not telling Rachel the whole side of it, let's spool right back to the beginning of the episode. Because, actually, we were talking on last week's podcast, weren't we, about American traits that we don't understand. And last week it was sending drinks over in a bar. And actually, a lot of you did get in touch to say, American men do that a lot. And it's quite weird and pressuring and doesn't sound very fun, frankly. But something we don't really do here, is it? Another thing we don't really do, Pete, and correct me if I'm wrong, is ever say, do you want to go and see a movie? And then immediately Mm. go and see a movie. Spontaneous cinema trips. Spontaneous cinema trips. And, And they don't seem to care about what, like, I don't know about you, I go and see a movie if I want to see the film. Yeah. Right? Oh, the new whatever is out, Marvel film, let's say, for argument's sake. I want to go and see that film. I don't just want to go and sit in a room and watch a film in the dark for the sake of it. Also, Rachel's worried about being late for a movie that she's literally just decided to go and see and seemingly hasn't actually picked a specific film. Right. They don't know she's going to be late for a movie they haven't chosen and she doesn't even know what time it starts. Although, sending Rachel off to the cinema a second time... Very funny with the banging on the roof of the taxi. Yeah, that is great. Although the idea that that taxi reversed for about a minute <laughs> yeah. down a main street in Manhattan. Very reckless driving, yeah. Pretty reckless. Oh, I have an important question. Yep. You know when Phoebe and Ross stood outside Central Perk? Yes. And they're having this conversation. Yes. Phoebe says something that I don't understand. Oh, yeah. She says... You're going to be married to a girl who doesn't even know about it and then goes, woman, sorry, and there's a laugh. What's the laugh at? Oh, just, I don't know. I, hadn't even, I didn't even clock that. I, re- I remember that line in sort of my brain from various But she, she like ones. corrects herself and she's correcting her use of the word girl and changing is it, is it to is woman. Is that literally just it, that, that she shouldn't be calling Rachel a girl because she's a grown I don't know. Is there a reference yeah, but before that's, that? that's very 
that's done a lot, isn't it? Like people would refer to their friends as my girls, the girls type thing. Yeah. Is, in my so head, I don't like, understand what, because the, there's a laugh from the student audience and I don't understand what it's at because what she says isn't funny. Let's have a quick uh, look into the scripts. Uh, yeah, what are you going to rewrite a girl who doesn't even know about it? A woman. It's as if there's like a callback to something that's been cut. Deleted. Maybe. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. No, I can't. I can't see anything in this. Okay, well, maybe if they've edited the script, then it doesn't work. No, but I usually have the these scripts. I have have like the deleted scenes as well. I wonder if was the one in the one before the one after Vegas. Is there like a reference? Because the, the scene runs over, do you remember? Mm. From the previous episode. Um, no, there's nothing in that. Flipping out. This is so weird, isn't it? No, I don't know. I'm with you. It's probably either just a thing that isn't a strong enough joke to be in there, but they've chucked a laugh on anyway, or it is, like you say, a callback. That feels the most likely, doesn't it? A callback to a thing that they've, that they've deleted. I also love the scene with the lawyer, the very world-weary lawyer who's... He's a sassy little bitch, wrong. isn't he? Yeah, he is. Of <laughs> course you did. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> he, uh, like, I mean, again, we're, we're no rapologists, Ross apologists, but uh, you, you would hope that when you're paying someone for their legal services, they wouldn't basically just be sitting there going, you're a massive dick. Yeah. <laughs> Which is basically what Ross's lawyer is doing in not so many words. Especially as he's just made the point that Ross is his like best client, therefore probably giving him thousands of dollars. Right, I was going to say, like this, you'd, you'd surely, if you were Russell, Russell's divorce attorney, you'd surely want. Is his name Russell? Uh, yeah, it's in the one where um, Rachel, uh, where Ross does the the British accent at the university, you know, and uh, he calls up the apartment. This is Russell, Russell's the first divorce attorney. Anyway, um, yeah, I'd have thought you'd want to hold on to him, and if anything, actively encourage him to get married more. Yeah, because he's you know Ross is putting that guy's kid through college. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, he um, he does give him a lot of attitude. And also in this in this scene, it becomes apparent that Ross thought it would be possible for him to annul a legal marriage without the written or the even verbal approval of the other person involved. <laughs> yeah. like you could just get annulled without the other person having to play a key role in it. Right. Like he just he's sort of like, oh, I told her it was already sorted. Does she actually have to be involved in this i mean for very good reason i think the legal system's probably set up that she should be involved you know um and and then finally before we move on from this ross has got himself into a right tangle here hasn't he? he's told rachel it's all been taken care of and then it clearly hasn't but in this situation wouldn't you just sort of say something along the lines of oh it's all nearly done we just have to sign these papers uh, or we just have to go to court and testify. You know, there's just this last bit that my lawyer, sorry, that my lawyer just said. No, I just dropped a. Um, it's <laughs> what are these things called? You know, like a blind, the cord on a blind, and on the end of the cord, there's a little plastic. The nubbin. Nubbin, yeah. The nubbin came off the blinds, and oh, now yeah. it just sits on the desk. But I sort of, it's the thing I fiddle with when I'm recording now. Fair. And as you can tell, occasionally. I'm glad that's what it. you're fiddling with. Fiddling with my nubbin. Yeah. yeah. Um, but actually, to be fair, this should indicate that I got quite good control over the nubbin because that's what? That's probably the first time I've ever dropped it on this podcast. Oh, well done. Good nubbin control. Good nubbin to you.
Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Before we started talking about my nubbin, I think I was in the middle of some sort of train of thought and I can't remember what it was. Oh, yeah, Ross, sorry, just before we move on to Monica and Chandler. Surely Ross at this stage could have just sort of gone to Rachel. Oh, it's all nearly done. We just need to do this thing. And she would have inevitably gone, oh, yeah, that makes sense. I'll need to do something to approve this annulment. And then they could have just got away with it. He could have just got away with with having not done it, you know? Yep, true. And just it's all pushed through now. But anyway, it turns into a farce, a bloody farce after a hug. Right, Monica and Chandler are moving in together, aren't they? <laughs> They are. Um, yeah, I mean, they're all being quite sort of sickly and saccharine and sweet together, aren't they? Mm, yes, it's the start. It's the beginning of the end, this, isn't it? This of is them where... being fun. Yes, specifically Chandler. Uh, we have previously discussed it, and I think it's a sort of fairly widely held um, opinion that Chandler gets less fun when he's with Monica, doesn't he? Yeah, fair. And sort of, this this is where it all starts. And it is not, look, it's nice to see them happy. Absolutely fine with that. But this is him moving out of Joey's is a big end of that sort of double act, which is what a lot of early friends was really sort of quite heavily reliant on, wasn't it? Though he is scared of telling Joey, and Joey is absolutely distraught, even though he's just moving to, I mean... You might as well not have doors in those apartments, right? There's only two on that floor, and as far as you can tell, and they move so freely between them. Like, yeah, not a huge difference, is there? Like, um, you know, as if they had EU passports before Brexit. Freedom of movement is absolutely, <laughs> absolutely high on the agenda. And all Chandler's doing is moving effectively to a different room of the sort of giant double apartment they share. Yeah, he's not too far away. No, and Joey's so often in that other room that it's... I just don't think it'd really make much difference day to day, as it absolutely doesn't, because we see it for the next five years. Um, But Joey is uh, very upset. Rachel, on the other hand, isn't upset because basically she doesn't believe that's going to go ahead. Joey is upset, but again, classic example of Joey being a good friend, says congratulations before saying he's sad and to be fair to him he only says that it sucks and that he's sad once they sort of pursue him on it like literally pursue him out the door when he's upset about it 
Yes, that's true. Although he is clearly upset by it, isn't he? Because he sort of he go he walks off immediately, and he's he's not. But he doesn't um, try to put that on them. He's like, no, he doesn't. You're right. Congrats. He's trying his best in his own again in his own sort of slightly childlike way. He's trying his best to to not air those feelings, isn't he? To to make them feel bad. Yeah. Um, Rachel initially then thinks Chandler's moving in with her and Monica, which frankly is a reading of a situation poorly. <laughs> yes, she really doesn't get the sense that she's unwanted, does she? Not unwanted, no. required to oh, move out. Required, required to leave. Yeah, and, and actually, after all of the faff, and there's so much faff about where Rachel lives, just they should have just come up with the idea that Chandler and Rachel swap rooms, <laughs> like, almost immediately. You yeah. know, going back to the, this is basically one giant four-bedroom apartment, that would have been such an easy solution to just say, do you mind moving to a room across the hall and basically continuing to live the rest of your life exactly the same as you do now? But then it just sparks this bizarrely intense bit of Monica behaviour. Um, yeah. Like the bit where Rachel sat on the sofa doing her toenails mm. and Monica's like pursuing tears from her. It's, yeah, she goes full, so on, intense. full on mad eyes, doesn't she? she yeah, which like, Rachel clocks because she says she's not blinking. Yeah, she's staring her out. She's basically going, oh, look at all these things that should provoke some sort of sentimental reaction from you. Why aren't you crying? Um, and, and, and yeah, it's, it's as Hannah says, 8 out of 10 Monica annoying. But um, she is just trying to get that reaction that Joey gave Chandler. Um, but it turns out the reason is because Rachel doesn't actually believe it's going to happen. And then as soon as she does sort of get that sense, the tears, they flow, don't they? They do indeed. Um, how bad could that cookie have been, by the way? Yeah, that she's like she goes to spit it out, doesn't she? I mean, Monica's a professional chef. You'd have thought even a bad Monica cookie wouldn't be spitting it back into the tissue worthy, right? <laughs> um, no, especially if it like biscuits are quite hard things to make disgusting, right? Well, there's about three ingredients, right? And as long as I've got one of them, which is the sugar, that's going to be fine, right? <laughs> Well, if it was involving something like, like if it, I don't know, if it was savoury and involved some stronger flavours, then I think I might get it. Yeah, no, poor old, uh, poor old Monica, not having a good time there. But the most disgusting thing that happens at this point is that Rachel then puts the chewed cookie back in her mouth from the yeah, tissue. Yeah, that's not good. To try and cover it up, which, frankly, made me feel a little queasy. Um, classic thing I didn't get when I was younger and had to look up this time. When Rachel sings, come knock on our door, we'll be waiting for you. Oh, yeah, what's that about? That is the theme tune from the television sitcom Three's Company. Ah, uh, okay. So I'd say that's probably a reference that flew in America, not so much here. No, that, uh, that went over my head. Three's Company ran for eight seasons from March 1977 to September 1984, based on the British sitcom Man About the House. Should we know what that is? That's a 70s sitcom as well, oh. but British. Oh dear, if it was um, a 70s sitcom, it was probably deeply problematic. <laughs> uh, Shall we scratch that off our list of things to do a podcast about once we finish Friends? Man About the House with Friends. Man About... Men About the f House with men, men. About the Friend. <laughs> men About the House with Men. With Men with Ven. Friends with Men. <laughs> Fave lines? Uh, I think I've kind of touched upon all of mine, to be honest. 
I enjoy Chandler's, um, well, he walks in and Monica says, I thought you were Rachel. And he goes, what gave me away? Yeah. I think I use what gave me away almost every other day in real life when the circumstance allows. And it's a very satisfying quote to pull out because occasionally someone will know where it's from, but often they won't because it's quite a niche one. Um, so that's good. Uh, I also enjoy Mon- when Monica handles Rachel that sort of weird star ornament thing. When she doesn't know what it is. Yes. Just the way that both of them deliver those lines is really is really funny because Monica's basically going, look at this thing. Look, oh my God, all the memories it holds. And Rachel just goes, what is that? I don't know. And it's the idea that Monica has a thing that she doesn't even know what it is is implausible. But the way they deliver those lines is, is great. Um, and I also enjoy Chandler's. Well, I still think you're very nice and very pretty. Again, just for the delivery when he's trying to uh, sort of cover up that conversation between Monica and Rachel. Anyway, there you go. They're my favourite lines. Pete, would you like a quiz? The Quizard is back. Original Quizard Amy. Back in the house. The back as she felt left out. And they all come crawling back to Estelle. Uh, question one. What does Ross ask Rachel for as they leave Central Perk? Gum? Uh, it's correct. I didn't clock that. Well done. Yes. Uh, how old are most guys who've been divorced three times? About 60? Like 60? Yeah, yeah. Like 60, I think it is, yeah. Uh, like 60. Question three. How long did everyone at Chandler's work call him Charlala? It's sort of, he sort of does that noise, doesn't he? Uh, yeah. That Chandler noise that he does all the time. Uh, oh, three, four years? Three, four, first four, for the first four years, I think it's four years. It's correct, well done. Yes. Uh, what's in Monica's fruit bowl? I mean, oh, tempted come to on, say Amy. fruit. Tempted to say fruit. Do you want a more specific answer than fruit? I mean, you're not getting it. Um, Let's guess a fruit each. Apples. P- pi- pineapples. Multiple pineapples. I don't know. What's uh, oh, it is pineapples. Is it? Yeah. Uh, multiple? How many pineapples can you fit in a fruit bowl? I reckon I could get two, Max. <laughs> Sounds like the start of a joke. My fruit bowls, I've downsized. <laughs> this, this is such a boring sentence. Go on. I've downsized my fruit bowl recently. <laughs> yeah. Right. Why, why did you need to downsize it? I got a new dining room table and my other one looked inelegant on it, so I right. downsized And you it. are really big on elegance, so... <laughs> Little bitch! What an absolute! What an absolute! You came for me for. I'm sorry. Unprompted I'm sorry. there. Un, unprovoked attack. I'm sorry. Yes. Um, no, that's fine. Well, Pete, look, it might surprise you to know that I take great pride in my home. Hang on. What did you do with your old fruit bowl? Ah, interesting question. I actually used it, and this sounds mad, but uh, I used it as a little planter in the garden and put some seeds in it. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's quite cool. Um, so that, I mean the, the, the upshot of that is I've just got some more plants that I'll inevitably kill in the next three to four months but you know that's fine question five uh, name the four ways Joey refers to his and Chandler's apartment uh, like J man and Channies yeah uh, J's and C's J and C's yeah can't think of others the other two are Joey and Chans and oh, yeah. very literally Joey and Chandler's Oh, that one feels like a cop-out from them, but never mind. J-Man and Chinese. Hey, do you want to know what next week's podcast is? Uh, is it Friends with Friends? It's, sorry, next, <laughs> next week's episode, rather. Uh, yes, I do. Uh, it is 
Um, yeah. Season three, episode six, Ooh, the one three. with the flashback. <gasps> Have we never done the flashback? Apparently not. Wow, that feels like a big old gap in the old pothole, doesn't it? Well, we're filling everyone's potholes next week. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Saving money on exterior wall lights. Now at Menards. Find your style with Patriot Lighting. Exterior lights enhance the look of your home. Choose from over 50 options from Patriot Lighting. Now through May 19th, get $10 instant savings on a single qualifying purchase of $100 or more on in-stock outdoor wall lights. Check out our entire selection of outdoor lights and see the rest of our deals happening now on Menards.com. Save.